Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namonamaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there is a donate button if you'd like to help us out. The Youthful Loving Warrior. Another springtime. Vasantapachami. We'll also be celebrating Taipusam, the day Ma Parvati gave her son Murugenji, Skanda, Kartikeya, Subramaniam, his veil. In the Hindu Yoga Dharma, this religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle that is Hinduism, the Hindu religion, we have several youthful, loving warrior deities. Obviously, Murugenji, who's also known as Skanda, Muruga, eternal youth, Skanda the warrior. And Hanumanji, the great Karman Bhakti Yogi. And Sri Krishna. And the Matajis, we could also look at Ma Durga as the youthful loving warrior. And indeed, we must all find the youthful loving warrior inside of us. The three must always go together. For if we're a warrior without love, we just become a bully or a brute. And no matter what the physical age, a loving warrior exemplifies the youthful passion, the youthful qualities of life. And we also associate the youthful loving warriors with the heart chakra, anahata. And why the heart and love? We draw hearts, we make that sign with our hands, equating it with love. Why do we send each other valentines with hearts on them? Why not another part of the body? Because it is at the heart that we feel and experience love, which goes beyond even a thought or an action. It's a pure experience, hence the term anahata, which means no hit. Reflect on the Zen go and what is the sound of one hand clapping? There is none. Pure experience. We should learn to differentiate between this pure experience of love and coming out of that our likes and dislikes, our raga and devesha. We should train ourselves in our language to use raga or like for our preferences in the world and save priya or love and especially ananda, the bliss of the experience of love for that deep, profound, sacred experience of love. Truly, we see love reflected in not only humans, but animals as well. Because it is the inner essence of all sentient beings, that ananda, that bliss, which then becomes priya, love, and then becomes like and dislike. Love is one of the most common themes in music, in songs. Certainly love epitomizes what religion is supposed to be about. Remember, this English word comes from religio, to link, 
initially just simply a sense of moral order, which should be an expression of love, and then is used to represent the various traditions around the world, the religious traditions. In the Hindu yoga dharma, we use the word dharma, which has a very similar meaning to hold, trying to figure out what holds life together, trying to figure out who we essentially are. More than just a body, mind, and emotions, but what's behind that? In general, in the religions of the world, they refer to this as the soul, or perhaps the spirit, which means incorporeal, not the body. But Hindus accurately use the term atmana, meaning it's not the mind either. It's a pure experience of pure existence, pure consciousness, sat. Chid, pure energy, knowledge, sound energy, light energy. And then the feeling of ananda or bliss, sat chit ananda, or love, light, and energy, om, this are we with emotions, mind, and body. So dharma is the Hindu word for how we specifically are connecting the body, mind, and emotions to the Atmana. Another word, Sanskrit Hindu word, is yoga. Not the yoga of today, which is a distortion. Yuj Atman Brahman Cha, to yoke Yuj, Y-O-K-E, to one's individual soul, Atmana, and then soul source, Brahman. And again, we feel and experience that Atmana at the heart level. Or is it not true that when we have that feeling of love, we feel an expansive feeling at the heart? And then when we so-called fall out of love, we, we feel and say that our heart is crushed. And we may even bend over a bit and grab our heart. To get to the heart, so to speak, we obviously start with a foundation. This is the Hindu understanding of the chakras and the human body. So from the first chakra, Muladhara, the earthiness, groundedness, foundation, also associated with Mahaganapati, the deity that holds all Hindus together, the foundation. We rise up through Svadasthana, at the genitals, Manipura, the willpower, at the solar plexus, to the heart, Anahata, to love. You can review our podcast on the gem principle in the Hindu yoga, Dharma, which is like a beautiful puzzle that we fit all the pieces together. There's so many ways to express the same thing, whether in song or dance or various scriptural stories or deities all of the integral processes of yoga. And remember, yoga is the very lifestyle of the Hindus. Karma yoga, bhakti yoga, raja yoga, jnana yoga, hatha yoga, mantra yoga, japa yoga, nara yoga, nata yoga, kundalini yoga. This is all the Hindu yoga, dharma. These are the rituals, the systematic procedures to help us get through this particular incarnation. For again, it's Hindus that believe in samsara 
or reincarnation. Lifetime after lifetime, going through a multitude of experiences to ultimately have this realization that we are the Atmana with a body, mind, and emotions. And this Atmana being pure consciousness and pure energy and light and the feeling of bliss, we see the motive of experiencing love and then most importantly, acting on that love. So using English, we can make an acronym out of love. L-O-V-E. This one word. In the movie Don Juan, there were four questions, and perhaps they got it someplace else, but it's very profound. There's four questions that have one answer. What is sacred? What is the soul? We Hindus would say Atmana. What is worth living for? And what is worth dying for? Four vital questions. What is sacred? What is the Atmana, or soul? What is worth living for? And what is worth dying for? All four questions have one answer, love. Love is sacred. Love is the Atmana. Love is what makes life worth living for. And a loving person, a parent, for example, will give their life for their child, for another. So L-O-V-E, let's look out in virtue and ethics. So from the pure experience of love or ananda, bliss, we move into action of love, priya. So we look out from that pure experience, look out in virtue and ethics. Virtue is also devotion. And devotion is the secret ingredient of life. Without devotion to ourself, to our family, friends, spouse, job, religion, we won't be successful, fully devoted. This is what Hindus call bhakti yoga. However, even though devotion is the secret ingredient of life, and note how the religions of the world are most recognizable by their devotions. It must be predicated upon ethics. Why? For we can be misled and devoted to the wrong thing for decades. It's always a bit humorous when dialoguing with the spurious yoga practitioners and teachers of today. We're not understanding that yoga is all about the Hindu dharma. They'll often reply that, oh, I've been doing yoga for 20 years, 30 years. Sadly, we can do the wrong thing for decades. We can be devoted to the wrong person, to the wrong ideology, to the wrong group. Career criminals are very devoted. So bhakti yoga or devotion must always be predicated upon ethics or Hindus call this karma yoga. Hence we look out in virtue and ethics, virtue or devotion, 
and ethics. And we go in through ethics to devotion, to concentration on what's inside, hence Raja Yoga, to the pure experience of Samadhi or Gyan Yoga. It's a profound in-breath and out-breath. We go in, karma, bhakti, raja, jnana, or ethics, devotion, meditation, to enlightenment. And we come out, we look out from that state with concentration, with devotion, with ethics. Using Sanskrit, and remember Sanskrit, like Tamil, are Hindu religious languages. Therefore, all these words that we hear today that are misused, like yoga and mantra and karma, kundalini, chakras, these are all, if one is honest, about the Hindu yoga religion. Using L-O-V-E, with Sanskrit, we could have labdha, which means the realization, the attainment. We come out into the primal sound, om. And then we adopt the warrior spirit, the youthful, loving warrior spirit, bira. But always predicated upon ekadantaya, humility. Obviously, ganapati. And then we go back in, using humility, ekadantaya, using ganapati as Hindus, as our first deity. Then we assume that youthful, loving warrior spirit, vira. Then we use the primal sound, om to attain to that inner realization, labdha, that attainment. And this is what the Hindu yoga dharma is all about. Pade pade, step by step, sutra by sutra, thread by thread. A methodical process for going in to the atmana and then coming back out again. As the primal deity, Mahaganapati, shows us, often sitting one foot down and one foot up, learn this balance of life. Keep one foot down in prakriti, the material world. Take care of business in the world. Keep the other foot tucked up into the atmana, a profound balance. So in this methodical step-by-step procedure, we find it in our scriptures, and our stories, in our methodologies, and in our deities can review our podcast on the GEM principle, which is also the science of life, gravity, electricity, and magnetism, to uncover the Atmana. We can associate this with our human body. Gravity is the lower part of the body, from the nobby or the navel down. Electricity of the heart to the magnetic head, G-E-M. We'll go up and in, and then out and down. We also use the symbolism of our deities. Again, Ganapati is always first, gravity. And we move up to the electricity at the heart, the youthful, loving warriors, Murugaskanda, Hanumanji, Krishna, Durgama, perhaps Lakshmi also, to the deity heads. So, for example, if one is a Saiva Hindu, they proceed, Ganapati, Murugaskanda, to Shiva Parvati. If one is a Vaishnava Hindu, Ganapati, to Krishna at the heart, to Vishnu Lakshmi. Or also within the Vaishnava tradition, Ganapati, to the youthful loving warrior Hanumanji, to the deity head of 
Sitaram. Or in the Shakti Sampradaya, it's all about the mothers. We have Ganapati as the foundation. We have Durgama. We have Lakshmi now at the heart. And we have Ma Saraswati at the head. So essentially Durga, which is a strong foundation as she sits on Bengal, the tiger. Moving up through the Manipura Chakra, the warrior, into the heart of Ma Lakshmi. Remember, Ma Lakshmi holds the Amritam next to her heart and lets the money come and go, not the other way around. To the deity head, the Devi of Saraswati. And then beautifully within the Shakti Sampradaya, we have an understanding of how creation comes into being from the absolute no-thingness, the photon, the black hole, Makalima, into creation itself, the Big Bang, Madurga, into the refinement through the evolutionary process of where we happen to be now, Ma Parvati. The Hindu Yoga Dharma. Dharma is often likened to a bow or a bridge. These are connecting devices. Specifically, as Hindus understanding how we connect, how we yoke to the Atmana and Brahman, our individual soul, Jivatma, and the Paramatma, or Brahman, the soul source. Danwar, the bow. Setu, the bridge. And we see this played out beautifully in the Ramayana, where they build a bridge from India to Sri Lanka, and where Rama holds the bow, symbolic of following the Dharma, learning this connective process of Karma Bhakti Raja Jnana. Ganapati Murga Shiva Shakti, Ganapati Krishna Vishnu Lakshmi, Ganapati Hanuman Sita Ram, Durga Lakshmi Saraswati, and then coming out Kali Durga Parvati. In Tamil land, they call this classic process of Karma Bhakti Raja Jnana, Chariya Kariya Yogam, and Jnanam. And in the Vedas, there was a succinct threefold system Karma Kanda, Upasana Kanda, Jnana Kanda. We know karma, we know jnana. Kanda was used in place of yoga. Kanda means root. The roots, of course, hold the tree together. We don't see them. Vital to the health of the tree. In an analogy, using this tree posture or vrikshasana, the roots are analogous to karma yoga, the ethics that hold us together. And they're not generally seen. And isn't it interesting that you rarely find a class on karma yoga? It should be the first, doing the right thing, being honest. And then the tree trunk reaches up in a prayerful position towards the heavens, if you will. This is bhakti yoga, devotion. The tree branches out, leaves, and the ultimate flowers, the raja, the royal state of yoga, the many aspects of raja yoga including the chakras, kundalini, the contemplations. And finally, the fruit, gyan yoga. And note that within the fruit is the seed, 
the Atmana itself, which drops to the ground, and the whole process starts over again as we go life after life, becoming a more mature tree, following this systematic pattern of roots, tree trunk, branches, leaves, flowers, to the fruit, and repeat, karma, bhakti, raja, jnana, chariya, kriya, yogam, jnanam, karma kanda, upasana kanda, jnana kanda. Now, in this beautiful threefold system of the Vedas, and remember, the Vedas are one of the world's oldest living scriptures, and it's in the Vedas that we find all of the subsequent terms and concepts in Sanskrit that are used, and of course we have the Agamas and the beautiful Tamil scriptures. So remember, in the Vedas we say, Hindu samudra idhyarti vayu here. Hindu, with the support of the breath, grab a hold of the cosmic ocean within. The inner experience of Satchit Ananda. And the absolute no-thingness within that. So in Upasana, we see a beautiful understanding of the what is supposed to be inseparability of three yogas. Hatha, Bhakti, and Raja. Upasana literally means to worship, hence bhakti-yoga. We also have the word asana in there, hatha-yoga. And in this worshipful meditation, we have raja-yoga. So with a little reflection, it's clear that the three must go together. For when we're in devotion, we're sitting in a posture. And we're also focusing, concentrating, contemplating, hence Raja Yoga. They should never be divorced from each other, as true yoga should never be divorced from the Hindu dharma. This is breaking the bow. This is breaking the bridge. Danur Grihitva Upanishad Mahastram Sarahai Upasana Sanyayitta Pranavo Danu Sarahayatma Brahman Talaksham Uchate In this sloka, it's likening the bow to the dharma itself. Stringing the bow is the effort that we put forth to follow our chosen religious path. Remember, they're not all the same. We must at some point choose. We have chosen the Hindu path, the Hindu dharma, Hinduism, the Hindu religion. Remember, there are many synonyms. Ritta. And dharma, and Vedic dharma, yoga dharma, sanatana dharma, Brahmanism, Hinduism, the Hindu religion, sabeka, sarva eka. So first and foremost, just like planting a seed in a specific plot of soil, we have chosen to follow the Hindu path, the Hindu dharma. And then through doing the right thing, karma yoga, we employ bhakti yoga, Raja Yoga and Hatha Yoga to reach the goal of Gyan Yoga. So to this bow, we fix to it the arrow of contemplation. We draw it back and we hit the target, which is Brahman. Danur Grihitva Upanishad Mahastram Sarahai Upasana Sanjayitta Pranavo Danu Sarahai Atma Brahman Talaksham Uchate 
I notice that the Hindus wear the bindi, the bullseye, if you will, the target. We hit the mark of prajna, spiritual perception. Puram bindu vajri purush tutaha. So it seems that in the Vedas, the rishis also refer to themselves as bindus, Hindu, Hindu bindu. Remember, it's not a foreign word, Hindu. It's simply a different pronunciation of Indu. Whether we use the H or not makes no difference. Siva, Shiva, Sakti, Shakti, Santi, Shanti, Hindu, Hindu. Bindu, the mark of a Hindu. So we read in the Vedas, Puram Bindu, Vajri Purushtu Taha, ancient Bindu, Hindu, soulful warrior. Back to the youthful, loving Warrior, the soulful warrior at the heart. Springtime is, of course, a season, but we can always keep the spring within us. Spring is symbolic of hope, of love. Hope, faith is integral to life. Asha, faith. Without faith, without hope. Is life worth living? Of course, we want to mature our faiths and hopes into more or less a guarantee. So be very cautious of people who denounce faith or hope. When we wake in the morning, do we not all hope that we can make it through the day? Then we see what happens. We have asha, faith, hope. But let's carry it through to more or less a guarantee about yourself, about a relationship, anything you're involved in. We start out with hopes, and through time and testing, maturity, we develop more or less a guarantee. We call this visivas. Now we can breathe easy. So too with belief. Be very cautious of anyone who says we have no beliefs, which is a belief. We all have them. This is the scientific method, hypothesis. We start with an assumption. This is belief. We don't know. But through time and testing, like faith or hope, we hopefully arrive at a conviction. We start with pratyaya or cognition, assumptions, and we end with shraddha, being established in a conviction. In this case, full faith in the dharma. Always keep these Two in your social arsenal, if you will. Belief as assumption, carry it through to conviction. Faith as hope, carry it through to more or less a guarantee. But of course, we always keep a wary eye because our convictions can change. We have new discoveries, new realizations. Hope springs eternal. Alexander Pope's famous poem. So we keep this eternal nature inside of us, which it's there. This is one of the symbolic meanings of the Gangama pouring out of the top of Shiva's head. As this feeling and experience of hope and love and bliss boils up, so to speak, to the top of our head and back down again in a constant flow, a circular flow. Of course, we know the world's not flat, 
It's circular and moving, jagat. This circular flow is what Hindus call the inner essence, the kundalini, which is really the outcome, as is true meditation contemplation, the outcome of living the Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. In an analogy, the kundalini is like the sap of the tree. It's the inner essence that's developed as we have a mature tree of roots and trunk and branches and leaves and flowers and fruit. Never take meditation, so-called, or contemplation and kundalini and isolate it out from the rest of the Hindu yoga and dharma. Just as we can't take the sap out of the tree or the tree from its roots, it then dies. So let's all strive to uncover the youthful, loving warrior within. Follow your chosen religious path while respecting the others. As Hindus, follow the Dharma. Follow the Hindu yoga Dharma. Follow this truth and order, satyam, rittam, cha. Remember, by implication, the first word is Hindu, Hindu, which means Chandra, moon, Shiva. Sarid, river, the Shaktimas. The Bindu, Surya, Vishnu. And Soma, the nectar of bliss, Ananda. Indu, Hindu, Chandra, Sarid, Bindu, Soma. So, Ritta is synonymous with the Dharma. It's the fifth word found in the Rig Veda. Remember, Rig Veda means... A passion to know worship, rig. And to worship the fire, agni mele, praise the fire. Perohitam, respect the perohits. Respect our gurus, our teachers. Yajnasya, do your yoga, your yajnasya, your sacred doing. That is Hindu dharma. Devam, respect the many devas, devas and devis within Hinduism. And victory to Bhumimata, Mother Nature, to order. Ritvijam. Agnimele prohitam yajnasya devam rit vijam. Rit is synonymous with dharma. Rit the you, rit the use, rit the yin, rit the parna, rit the dhamma, rit the nada. Follow the dharma. Live a true life. And you become the dharma. Fly on wings of dharma to the abode of Ishvara. Make this your daily and your nightly lullaby. Rit to you, rit to use, rit to yin, rit to parna, rit to dhamma, rit to nada. Follow the dharma. Live a true life, you become the Dharma, fly on wings of Dharma to the abode of Ishvara. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Keep hope alive, keep the spring alive within you of the youthful, loving warrior.
and wish your fellow human beings, no matter who they are, an auspicious life, a peaceful life, a full life, a tranquil life. Sarvesham svastir bhavatu. Sarvesham shantir bhavatu. Sarvesham purnam bhavatu. Sarvesham mangalam bhavatu. And let's practically express our love and do what we can to help those, especially those that are sick and suffering, physically, mentally, emotionally. Sarve bhavantu sukhinaha. Sarve santu niramayaha. Sarve bhadhani pashyantu. Ma kashyadhukha bhag bhavit. And be a self-motivated individual and specifically a self-motivated Hindu. Question. Always go from untruth to truth. Asato ma sad gammaya. All of us humbly admitting our ignorance in many areas of life. As we move ever more to a more enlightened state. Thomas o ma jyotir gammaya. And then experiencing that bliss, that nectar of the immortality of the Atmana. Mrityorma amritam gamaya. And through it all, seeking shanti, shanti, shanti.